Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spotlight Series in June. We're still in martial arts month. Moving it's fucking strong, man. We're cracking these out. So, uh, we did Rumble in the Bronx, and that's one of Katie's favorite Jackie Chan films. Yep. And so, uh, I wanted to pick a Jackie Chan film, and so I went with, honestly, I think the first Jackie Chan film I have watched. Because I remember Rumble in the Bronx... But Operation Condor, uh, well, The Armor of God, that's the one I watched first. And so it's a Indiana Jones-styled movie where he's stealing treasure and flipping and being cool in his tiny fancy sports car that turns to a motorcycle. Awesome film. And so when we watched the first one, because it has one of the coolest songs ever, we were like, well, fuck it. Let's just watch the other one because there's two of them. And so we watched... Armor Guy 2, Operation Condor. So, if that doesn't ring a bell, and you know Jackie Chan movies, it's because when they came to America, they actually didn't give a, a theatrical release to Armor of God. They did Operation Condor. They did the second one first, and they released it in theaters. And so, a lot of people saw the second movie first, and that's the one where they're fighting Nazis for gold. It's damn good. <laughs> I really like it. But then, later on, Miramax was like, oh shit, there's, oh, there's another one? Oh, it's before? Fuck it. Let's make it a prequel. And so, they don't really fully explain why it's a prequel. It's just, they're like, oh, he did this adventure before. And so, it explains that before he was a treasure hunter, he was part of a band called the, The Losers. And he was just in a band acting all cute with his old feathered hair. Jackie Chan was so cute. Uh... But yeah, and then he just, one day he was like, I like stealing shit, and it's fun. Not stealing stuff, but tomb raiding. He's really good at it. So, uh, we'll go over both of them, but we'll start with the technical first one you should watch, and that's Armor of God, because a lot of people watch Operation Condor first, but yeah, the the wording on them is goofy. They're actually backwards. So, Armor of God. Uh... (laughs) When we started the movie, Katie was so confused because they showed like 30 seconds of Jackie Chan just in a band. And she's yeah. like, wait, wait, what was that? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's what he did they before. They never explain yeah. <laughs> why he was in a band, how he transitioned from being in like a pop band to being an archaeologist, like an Indiana Jones type. Like there was no explanation at all. And I kept waiting for it throughout the movie and it never came. <laughs> I think it was just a scene where they were like, what did he, what did, his name is Hawk. Well, that, that's his code name, but he's, his name is Jackie. So this is a part of movies that Jackie Chan did where the main character was just named Jackie. It was just easier. Instead of giving him a silly name like Tim or Bob. Yeah. He was just Jackie for a ton of his movies. So uh, they just, someone probably asked him in the back, like, what did Jackie do before he was like a treasure hunter? He's like, I don't know, probably in a band or something. And then they just came up with this like, 30 second little clip of him in a band kind of partridge family-ish and it was like that was fucking cute but uh so this movie uh hawk gets tasked to find the armor of god so he grabbed one piece and so it's a complete set and so this evil cult wants the, the armor because apparently if you get it all you like do bad stuff and it's easy. They don't really fully explain if there's magic there. Well, it's or not. basically like collecting the infinity stones. Yeah. Like they're going to create some ultimate warrior that's going to be able to take over whatever they want. Yeah, to. but it, there's not like anybody in this movie that flies around and shoots beams or anything like that. So it's nothing ridiculous like that. But um, so they kidnap uh, one of Jackie's former bandmates. They kidnap his fiance, Lorelai. And so Alan is like, well, I'm not good enough and capable enough to save her. I'll ask Jackie for help. And I know we're not really that much of friends now because they have this weird... Love triangle thing. ...with Lorelai. And so he's like, fuck it, I'm still going to ask him. And so Jackie helps him because he's like, well, I don't want to see Lorelai die. And so Alan's there to be the comic relief, which is weird because Jackie's usually the comic relief in his own film. Yeah. Uh, But Jackie's a little more serious in this one. He has moments where, you know... He'll hit something and he'll like rub his hand real quick because he's like, God, it fucking hurt. But uh, Alan's there to be the super silly person. And so the the guy that has the majority of the pieces um, lets his daughter go with Jackie and Alan to 
get to the cult people so they can do this weird trade. But then he's like, we're not going to trade for it. We're just going to steal Lorelai back and get away because that's what we do. We're cool like that. And so it's a whole lot of fighting, a lot of cult people that don't look like they would be good at fighting. But apparently they're pretty good at, at kung fu and stuff. That's um, racist. Damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's a lot of white dudes. and I'm like, I know. Like <laughs> That's why I said it's racist. Like, these dudes are pretty good. So, uh, a pretty solid movie. Armor of God, it's a good one, Jackie Chan-wise. Um, I like it a lot. It's old. It's 86. 86. So, it's, we were negative one when this bad boy came out. Yeah. So, But Jackie Chan's, he's young. It's it's young, cute Jackie. Yeah. It's, it's real cute. So, who is your favorite character in Armor of God? Jackie. Yes, that's my favorite, too. Jackie Chan's my favorite character. He was the only one who wasn't whiny and kind of a bitch in this film. Yeah, everybody else had issues. Yeah, he is my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, he's a solid character. Like, he can fight. He's a little realistic because there's a scene where there's, like, four dudes, and he's like, Alan, you got to take at least one of these dudes because I can't fight four guys at once. He's like, I'm not that good. And he's like, okay, I got it. And then Alan, like, trips on something, gets stuck, and he has to take on the four dudes. Yeah, proceeds to get knocked out, like, immediately. Yeah, and he's like, God damn it. But he does it. So he's capable. He just knows that he's not Superman. Yeah. Uh, He fights a ton of people to get to the armor. He does this cool thing where he has, like, like, little, like, squares of gum, like Mentos, and he, like, flips them off of things, or he does real cool stuff with oh, the Oh, yeah, gun. that's that's throughout the Operation Condor series, both movies. Yeah. He just, like, does these weird uh, tricks with gum. Yeah. He'll <laughs> be, like, running funny. at a door. He'll flip it off the door as he's, like, lifting the bar to get out. And he'll bounce it into his mouth while he's doing things. Like, yeah. it, it's awesome. And it's cool seeing at the end of the movie and the little extras, him trying to do these, like, dumb stunts that don't mean anything in the movie, and he's messing up. He's like, God damn it, I just want to do this the gum thing that I thought yeah. about. So, it's really cool, but Jackie's amazing in this yes. movie. Who is your least favorite? I think we're not the same person. My least favorite character is May. Oh, she okay. is the female, the rich girl that ends up tagging along with Jackie and Alan on the adventure to save Lorelai. Um, I did not like her character at the beginning. She's like a stuck-up bitch at the beginning. Yeah. And she kind of stays that way throughout while also being weirdly flirtatious with Jackie. Like, I don't know. It was weird, and I didn't like it. And her character throughout the whole movie was just annoying. Yeah, there was a sub-story moment where, like, she was like, well, why did you come to my room? Why didn't you kiss me? And he's like, ah. So he's trying to, like, sneak out with something. <clears throat> but then yeah. he's like trying to like kind of flirt with her, but he is flirting. It, it was a weird situation. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't. Well, I don't think she was the worst. I'll tell you my worst. It's fucking Alan. Oh, his buddy Alan. Fair. I know he, he's the comic relief, and I usually like the comic relief characters, but he was just a lot. And it's weird. He had a British accent for no reason. And I know that they dubbed it, and so they were like, "Well, he fuck it. He's he's British, kind of." It just didn't make a lick of sense. Yeah, but. Alan's a lot. And usually yeah. in Jackie Chan movies, there isn't, like, a silly person like this because Jackie does the silliness. Because Jackie's the silly, yeah. So it was odd that they added another person to be zany because they didn't need it. Like, yeah. Like, Jackie does all that himself. But, uh, yeah, it was a little too much having an extra silly person in it. So that's where it kind of poops out for me. Um, What do you want to do next? Uh, Seven word synopsis. Indiana Chan and the Armor of God. <laughs> okay that's a good one that's a good one so mine is high up on high into the sky that's mine so uh he jackie sings a song at the end of the movie so at the end he's a great singer by the way yeah he's amazing uh so at the end he fights off four actually i forgot to bring that up he fights off four women they're the final boss of this movie yeah uh four black ladies well three one of them looked like a dude, and it might have been a guy, and they like didn't have enough women, so they're like, just put the swig on. Oh. But um, he fights four beefy. Well, they were they were big ladies. Yeah, beefy they black chicks. They reminded me chicks. of um, I don't know the actress's name, but she was the the big girl in um, Conan the Barbarian. Oh, like on his team. Uh, uh, She's like a bigger black jo- jo- lady. No, Jones, something Jones. She had like shaved head. Ooh. She's like a shaved head, but not, she was whooping ass. She was, she was like built as fuck. Like all of their muscles were huge. It was insane. But um, 
Yeah. So there's four chicks he has to fight at the same time, and uh, he finally figures out that they have heels on, like not like crazy heels, but a little bit of angle to them. So he takes them up to this like boarded spot where their heels are getting stuck, and then that's when he gets the upper hand. But it's really cool. He didn't want to fight women at first because he's like, well, I don't want to punch a lady. It's not like he's being sexist or anything. He's just like, well, this is kind of fucked up. But then they start rocking his shit, and he's like, okay. All right, well. <laughs> he's like, okay, I didn't want to fight first, but y'all are kicking a little too hard, so now I got to fight everybody. Uh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, yes. So at the end, uh, he has a plan C. So all the cultists come up, and they're like, you're not getting out of here. And he opens his jacket. The whole time while he was fighting, he had straps of dynamite attached to him. And they don't think it's real. They're like, "That's it's just a trick. He lights one, and they're like, oh, my God, and they run off, and he tries to put it out, but then inadvertently lights up, like, ten of them, and so he's like, oh, shit, and so he grabs dynamite and just throws them off of him because he don't want to explode, so he's running like a Muppet at this point out of the cave and jumps out of the cave, like, this opening, and he's just flying through the air, and so he told his friends to bring a hot air balloon because he's like, sooner or later, I'm going to jump out of this mountain. And so he skydives. At this point, he is way too high in the sky, and he's skydiving down. So while he's doing this, the end of the movie happens, and they're showing cutscenes and stuff. Uh, he sings a song called "High Upon High Upon High," and it's a really good song, catchy it's as so fuck. So good. Katie heard it. She's like, "Damn, that's a good song." And it's also in my playlist of um, amazing films. Yeah. Are amazing action these songs from the eight that sound like they're from the eighties. Yeah, it's a damn good song, and so. It, it plays that, and it goes through some of the injuries that he occurred in this movie. Uh, this one wasn't as bad. I know he dives into a tree to swing on a branch that they tested before, but then that branch snapped when he actually did the trick, and he falls pretty damn far. Uh, this one, I know there were a couple spots where they had to carry him out on a little gurney. They're like, okay, I'll let you lay down for a little bit. But uh, no, it, it's an amazing song, but it's called High Upon High. It's damn good. So it's one of my favorites. So uh, the budgets. I was looking for budgets for both of these films, and it was really hard to find because, I don't know, back in the day, it's some movies, they don't really disclose that. So budget's fine. But how much do you think Armor of God made box office-wise? Uh, I said $30 million. $30 million? Uh, from what I read, it got $15.3 million. Hmm. Okay. But only thing I can justify with that, because Armor of God came out, but Operation Condor, the second one, got the theatrical release. And so more people saw oh, that okay, one okay. first, and then this one. So, so this one actually made 15? Yes. Okay. And so uh, it, it got weird, because it came out backwards. And so people saw it later. So that might, it should be a little bit higher because of like DVD and Miramax sales. Yes, on by now I'm sure it's yeah. made more. But back then, 15.3. Okay, so you got anything else for Armor of God? Mm, no, it's a really good movie. It's definitely, it's like Indiana Jones, but instead of guns, it's his fists, and it's fucking great. Yeah, it's, it's damn good. <laughs> I like this. I like the series. I'm sad yeah, that I like the series he only did too. two. But yeah. then, like, I like the second movie better than the first, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about it. Yes, so... That brings us to the second one, the Armor of God 2, Operation Condor, or in America, Operation Condor. So a lot of people will say that this is the first one they saw, and they assume that this was the first one. It's not. So um, Sequel. Yeah. So the the guy that they worked for to steal the Armor of God in the first the movie. Dude. Yeah. So he tasks Jackie with another mission. Uh, there's a fuck ton of gold, Nazi gold. Well, it's not just him. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the United Nations. So yes. basically, during World War II, the Nazis went around and collected all the valuables of everyone. They were like, nobody gets this money but us. Nobody gets any of this. So they collected jewelry. They stole jewelry from people. They stole pieces of art. Like, if you've seen Inglorious, not Inglorious Bastards, um, what's that movie? It was like John Goodman and a bunch, the Monuments Men. Um, yes. They like. The Monuments Men, they go through and they're collecting, like, fine art that the Nazis had stolen and, like, hidden throughout all of their different bases in Europe and stuff. Um, in Operation Condor, 
they are searching for this a whole shit ton of gold bars that the Nazis had stolen and hidden away somewhere. And no one had been able to find them for, what, this was 1991, so for 50 years, basically, no one had been able to find them. And they finally think that they're on the right track. So the UN um, enlists this rich collector guy because they think that he might know something. Yeah. Um, And the UN is talking to the rich collector guy, trying to figure it out, and they enlist Jackie in turn to help return the gold to the UN so that the UN can distribute it evenly among all the nations that Germany basically raped uh, <laughs> in the 40s. Um, so, yeah. No, <laughs> so no. it's not it's not just, it wasn't just the rich guy trying to get his hands on, you know, metric fuck ton of gold. It yeah. was the UN <laughs> trying to redistribute it and give it back to its rightful countries. Yeah, and so just like in the first movie, uh, Jackie's not by himself. Uh, he works better kind of with a crew around him. Yeah, he's uh, the doctor. So Ada, yeah, <laughs> I would love if, like, Jodie Whittaker had a dream and, and she, she <laughs> like, turned into Jackie Chan for an episode <laughs> and it was just Jackie doing stuff. And she's like, that was the weirdest dream I've ever had in my oh, life. <laughs> but now she knows Kung Fu, so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Oh, my God, if I was in charge. I would... I would, It'd be absurd. I would Doctor do Who silly would be absurd. Episodes like Sorry, that for guys. Doctor Who. It'd be way more absurd than it is. I would have what's his face, uh, Ron, from Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> be like he's gonna be redheaded for one episode. This is gonna be a weird what if episode. What if he actually was redheaded oh, and just the day of the Doctor redheaded? And I would do that. And like, you want to be the Doctor for an episode? He's like, fuck yeah, I do. I'm like, well, come on, buddy, let's yeah. do it. So, um, in this movie, he is accompanied by Ada. So she is like the. She's a desertologist. Like she knows a lot about. Well, she's like a, a true. She's like a true archaeologist and has studied the area that they're going into. Yeah. She knows. She's familiar with the languages spoken and the currency used. She's kind of like his tour guide. Yeah. But also like competent in her own right. Um, yeah. For going on this mission. Oh yeah, and then Elsa joins them. So her grand was it great grandfather or just grandfather grandpa. Her grandpa was in the company that dealt with all the gold and then shit happened. So she has a journal or a diary, a journal, journal, a journal. Uh, with those adventures. And she has a really good idea or has ideas of where the gold would be. And so she's like, well, people are chasing me because they think I know where this is. But I don't. Yeah. I just so. have the diary and I know a lot about my own family history that might be involved down the line when yeah. it's time. So she wants to go because she wants to figure this out and probably be safer. Yeah. With Jackie because Jackie saves her like twice. A whole bunch of times. <laughs> before, yeah. you know, they go off. And so they pick up a friend, uh, Momoko. Yeah. And so she's like a hippie, just traveling hitchhiker. Like a gypsy almost. Yeah, a gypsy. That's a better word. And so she's out in the world and she's silly too. And so it's him with three ladies and they're actually pretty good. I actually like this crew Confident. more than... Absolutely, than more the than Armor of crew. God for sure. Yeah, they, they're way better than Alan and Lorelai and yeah. May. Way better. Yes, agreed. <laughs> and so they go off and they're in, not Tunisia, I forgot where the hotel was. I don't know. Somewhere in Africa. The, they were in Africa. The Africa. Yeah. Uh, there are lots of guns shooting and fighting. Yeah, they're and, like in the Sahara Desert. Yeah. <laughs> Some They're like at a bunch of, they make pit stops at different oases in the Sahara Desert. While they travel. Oasis. Yeah, sure. Oasis. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, it's an amazing movie. Um, if you've seen any like Tomb Raider, that Indiana movie Sahara, Jones. Indiana Jones, you, you'll you get the same vibes from it. Yeah. And uh, we enjoyed this one a little bit more because this, this movie, uh, Jackie Chan wrote it and directed it and starred in it. Yeah. So it seemed like there were a lot more fluid action scenes and a lot more comedy. It seemed way sillier than... Armor of God. Also, because of um, what this movie is going for. Okay, so in Armor of God, they're going for these ancient, like, breastplate of God and whatever. Um, and they're hidden throughout the world in, like, these weird, old-timey, like, caves and areas. It's very, very ancient feeling. Where this one, Operation Condor, is takes place 
Like, yes, they're going through the desert and kind of this, like, shitty situation. But then they get to this base and it's relatively modern. Like, it's the 40s. Yeah. It's from the 40s. The base is from the 40s. Um, but it's got, like, electricity. They're fighting in... They're fighting with modern-day technology. Like, there's a scene with um, these big uh, fans that oh, are in the, yeah. that are in this airplane hangar. They have, like... I guess the Nazis, like, built this airplane hangar um, deep, deep underground so they could practice their flying, like, against these wind tunnels or against the wind, and they could shift in the control booth. They could shift how the wind is directed at the plane so that their pilots could, you know, navigate through. And there's a really cool scene, um, like, fight scene that happens in there, and... It's cool because it brings this sense of modernism into the series that you don't really get in Armor of God. I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot about the wind tunnel, and that was really dang good. Yeah. I like that. That was a really good way to to end it. Well, Mm -hmm. the final fight kind of... Yeah, that is the final fight in there. It's like two on one, and he's flying through the tunnel. It was pretty dang good. Yeah. I liked it. Okay, um, well, we did the story, kind of. So, seven words. What do you got? Uh, Indiana Chan and the Hidden Nazi Gold. God damn it. I hate you. <laughs> you so, love me. Don't lie. No, no. That's fantastic. Mine is Indiana Jones meets Kung Fu. Good shit. Oh, fair. Yeah. Yours, you actually made episodes in movie titles. I did, because this, this is a series. <laughs> Mine is just, I put things together. I should have did something like that. That would have been a lot better. I've been sitting on this for like a week, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like I said, the budget, it was... Hard to find things budget-wise for both of these. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was just weird. It's like because Rommel and Bronx, everything got started for Jackie. So the ones before, I don't know. It just was tough to find. But how much do you think the box office this movie made? Um, I said $50 million because it was a sequel. So it's going to make more than the original, um, both in China and because it was the first one released in America. Um, so, yeah, I went with $50 million. And was, you would be off by like point three. Wow, really? Points. Yeah, it was around like fifty million <laughs> bucks. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> no, you got that just right. It was perfect. Sweet. <laughs> no, uh, like like I said, his movies they they make money. Jackie's not doing a movie until later on, like the tuxedo. I don't think that made its money. And yeah. What around the world in eighty days? I don't think that made. Money. It might have. I don't know. A lot of kids wouldn't. Sorry. Yeah. But this is prime great Jackie, and yeah, so his movies are solid. This is like peak Jackie Chan, like 1990, early, late 80s, early 90s. He was like right around like 30, 30, 35. Yeah. He's like the peak of physical condition, like the best he was at, best condition he was ever in. And he just like destroys people, and it's fucking great. Yeah. And he does all these insane um stunts and tricks and it's great so i've learned the movies where he's a lot more involved with the making of it and stuff and i know in all his movies he probably has a really good hand in it because he had to do the dumb shit uh but in this one he directs it there's tons more scary things that he does there's a scene where he's fighting like 25 people because he always fights 25 people at once and they're on these like shifty floors and they're electrified. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. they're fighting, and there's a scene where he gets pushed in between them, and it's coming down. It's going to, like, rip him in half, and he turns his head just right, and it passes by, like, an inch from his face. Yeah. And just... Classic Jackie Chan stunts. Stuff like, like that. There's some really cool shit in this he, film. He's fighting on top of, like, just, like, tankers, and there's actually a scene they cut out where he gets thrown to the edge and he stands up and he's on the edge and he's supposed to like teeter and then he starts fighting. Well, he gets thrown and like more than a third of his body kind of goes off and he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) And so, oh, do we not? Oh, we didn't do that. Mm -mm. Well, we'll do it. Uh, But it's good. There's a lot of scary things that he does and you can tell that in this movie, he was involved. He's like, I can do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I forgot to do favorite and least favorite characters in this movie. So who's your favorite character in Operation Condor? My favorite character is Ada, the assistant um, who is the expert. She was so good in this whole film. She was 
intelligent enough to know like when to be quiet and when to talk and when Jackie Chan was like trying to save her ass and stuff. So her and Jackie had this really good chemistry on yeah. on screen and throughout the movie um, in all of their scenes together where they were like fighting bad guys or doing whatever they did really, really well together in that they could sense like when the other one was like trying to give them a hint. Um, and the other girl that was involved, um, Elsa, she was kind of garbage. Like she's supposed to be like a younger girl. Um, and she just like had no idea. Yeah. Basically, like she couldn't pick up on cues. She was like oddly jealous and was kind of, like she did okay. Like she kind of figured it out towards the back half of the movie. But at the beginning, she was just kind of all over the place. And it made, and because she was all over the place, it made me like Ada even more yeah. because it made Ada look so much better. Yeah. <laughs> like, Well, and, and then with Momoko, like all three of them, they worked well together. Yeah, they did. Especially when uh, this one bad guy kind of like traps them into a corner and he's like, hey, 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 women. And so they pick up these helmets and they start just assaulting this man with helmets. And then... They're putting helmets on, swinging them, diving at them head first. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, well, my head's protected. I'm going to run full speed at you. And they destroy this dude, Concussion County. He Mm -hmm. sure did go there. He paid for a ticket. Mm -hmm. And they actually catch, like, two more people with the helmets. Like, mush their faces in. Yeah, in the back half of the movie, they are definitely not damsels in distress anymore. At the beginning, they kind of were. But at the hotel, um, once Elsa, like gets a machine gun in her hand. They like, figure it like, out. Like light machine gun and just like can't hold it steady so oh, she's yeah. spraying bullets everywhere. Other reason she's not my favorite. So good and ridiculous. bad people just dive to the ground. They're like, Jesus Christ, she's shooting at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody just lays down and like, I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite character, it's tough. I like the girls together. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. But I'm going to go with Jackie again. Yeah. He, he's always, he's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, he he had his silly moments, but he picked the right people around him to do the, not really the slapstick, but just the silliness, mm-hmm. like the things to say. So he was, he seemed to, he wanted to be a lot cooler in this movie. and It's the Indiana Jones, like, yeah. vibe. Because Indy is the same way. Like, he's never overly just goofy. He's yeah. kind of got that, like, oh, I'm the cool dude. Like, nah. Yeah. That's very much Harrison Ford's vibe throughout the entire Indiana yeah. Jones series. And everyone else around him is kind of like the goofy, whatever, yeah. ridiculous character. Yeah, so like a short round this Indy step, girl. Like, yeah. in, Indiana Chan. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what this movie is. Yeah. But Jackie, he's always great. Especially with these, like, treasure hunting and not, like, I'm Yeah, I'm actually I'm sad there wasn't somebody. a third one. Yeah. I would have liked a third one. Or even if they made one now, like, even though Jackie Chan's super old, like, a super prequel to Armor of God. Or, like, just something to give us a little bit of information on why the fuck he was in a pop band. <laughs> you want to see that so bad. That's all I need. <laughs> like, put whatever story you need. Like, okay, he's old and he, you know, same as Indiana Jones. Like, he had a had a kid with um ada or whoever some random girl that he met on his travels and his kid is now the new indiana jones like that's or indiana chan that's fine um but i need like a two minute three minute backstory in this when he's talking to his kid explaining how the fuck he got into this archaeology pathway from his pop star career Mm -hmm. like i need that information jackie chan if you are listening you don't even have to make a movie just like email me how (laughs) he got that i don't even care like just write me a paragraph somebody send me a paragraph (laughs) because it's killing me not knowing (laughs) she wants to know why you were in a band so i want to know i don't even care why you were in a band necessarily i want to know how you transitioned from pop star to archaeologist like that's not a, those two things are not related at all. And I don't understand how you went from one to the other. <laughs> My idea for a continuing story is either have Jackie get kidnapped because he knows where something is and he's like the last one that dealt with it. And then his kid or kids, I'd like to have two. You're talking about Last Crusade, basically. Honestly. Uh, and have two kids. Uh, dealing with it, and they're like estranged from him because he likes to travel and do shit in his little. So it's like Kane Chronicles. Yeah, and so <laughs> they finally get him, and then I would love the dichotomy. I'm using these 
$20 words today. The dichotomy of like his kids when they fight because Kung Fu now martial arts is all serious and shit. Like the raid, the like raid. And so when they fight, it's like legit fighting and stuff. But I need one of them. But, no. Yeah. yeah. So one of them needs to be a serious fighter and the other one's like a Shaolin fighter. Yeah. That's what needs and to happen. And so <clears throat> I would love if. Jackie, like, taught him when they were younger, but then he went off, and so they, like, learned from someone else, you know, and they fight differently from him, but then he sees him fighting, he's like, oh, my God, y'all are, like, legit, and then they, I just want a scene where all three of them have to fight somebody, so it has to be somebody that they can't take on their own, kind of like yeah. the raid, Yeah. and then Jackie has to come back in. Back to back to back. Yeah, and then he comes in, and he helps, and he's like, like, y'all know, give him, like, a weakness, like, his back is out or something, so, like, a couple points, he's like, oh, shit, and so he's out, and yeah. they have to come in and help him. <laughs> And then it's like, I don't know, like the Incredibles when he gets his shit stretched and it, his back snaps into place, like, ha ha! And he like gets yeah. super strong again. Yeah. I would love something like that where Jackie, because he's older, he can't do what he used to. He could probably still swing and kick and stuff, but y- you can play up on the fact that he's older and they're like, okay, old man. He's like, I can still kick your ass if I have to. Yeah. And then he fights and then I think that would be You want amazing. him to be the Sean Connery of this story. Yeah. Yeah. But can actually fight. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Connery can't fight. But I no, think he that couldn't. One... But, I mean, Indiana Jones couldn't really fight either. No. He was just like, I mean, he could throw a punch. He was just super strong. He could throw a punch, yeah. And he was good with a gun. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I love when that dude was, came dude, out with that sword and he's like, one on one asshole. He's like, psh, psh, psh. I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> he put his gun yeah, back on. Gun like, sword got, every time. I don't got time for this bullshit. Get out of <laughs> my way. <laughs> I think that's one of the coolest things. But I think that would be a good thing for Jackie because I know he's getting older. Um, I don't know if he's done with movies. Jet Li was like, I'm sure this is not on his like radar Jet Li retired from movies, yeah. and he still did a couple afterward. But it wasn't well, like Jet, Jet Li retired cool. from action. He yeah. he was done doing the. He like, did some epic things afterward. Yeah, and he's like, cool. Well, Jackie Chan's still doing movies. I just saw a movie on Netflix. I think for the um, foreigner. I yeah, that was the one of his daughter. Yeah. Um, but there so was another one too after that, after the foreigner that came out like last year, two years ago, where he plays like this really old, like I don't know, kung fu master. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's like got this long gray beard and this long gray <laughs> hair, looking like Raiden out here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I know you still got the speed. I know you're still working out. Probably not as much as when you were a kid, like in Rumble nah. in the Bronx when he was like. Doing these like body rolls, handstands, yeah, like no, bullshit. No, but no, no, I would love something like that. And with the fact that you give him two, you have one serious kid and then one silly kid. Yeah. So kind of like him, but yeah. not full Jackie. So you get both sides because yeah. for some reason it works better when you split up a, a a cool character that you love into two. So you get a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, I think that would be amazing. So please make a third Operation Condor or Armor God. I don't know what they would name it. Just Operation Condor three. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. So, um, we did the seven words. We did the budgets. You got anything else for... Okay, what did you think about Operation Condor as a whole? Um, I really like the series. It's, like, painfully obvious that they took from Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Like, that was the point, was to be, like, Asian Indiana Jones. Um, but I actually really liked this series, and I'm sad that it didn't get as big as Indiana Jones did, um, because... I actually like this a little bit more because it is real fighting and it's not mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'm good with a whip. I'm like, who the fuck's good with a whip? Yeah. <laughs> That's not a thing that anyone's good yeah. at. Um, but the fighting was uh, more realistic and the stunts, because Jackie did all of his own yeah, stunts, was it's real. Was like, really, really good. It's a real ass movie. Um, and because, because it is Jackie Chan and it is a martial arts movie, all the other people were also doing all their own stunts and, you know, they had a full stunt team and, it wasn't just like, okay, we're going to hire this one famous actor or these like handful of famous actors to play the main characters, and then they're all going to have stunt doubles to do their shit so it looks like they're actually really good at things. In these movies, in Jackie Chan's films, it's him doing everything and like his stunt crew assisting and being like his stunt crew is the bad guys, like the grunts that don't talk, like don't have any real lines, yeah. but all, they're just doing all the fighting. That's all his stunt crew. Like, that's all his real people who know how to fight, who have trained with him for years and years and years. And they have this chemistry that comes through in the movies. Like, all of the fight scenes are so realistic and yeah. so well thought out. It's a lot of trust. Yeah, there's tons of trust that right. go in all these fight I'm going to punch scenes, you off so. of this thing, and you're going to flip and land, like, kind of on your head, but yeah. safely. And they're like, well, so, 
I really, really liked it. Um, I thought it was weird. I, the only thing I don't really like about this film is that his base, rather than being, like, in China, like most of Jackie Chan's early films were, mm-hmm. it's, like, in Europe somewhere, yeah. like, in Germany. And, like, there's that rich white guy who's, like, overseeing all of his things and keeps, like, hiring him to do things. And... I think if they were to remake these films or even to make a third one, like, get rid of that guy. Like, we don't need that. Well, I think they, the reason he's there, because I think he probably stays close to auction houses. Because when he he steals things, he takes it to auction, jacks up the price, and then that's how he makes his money. So it's probably, he's probably living close to them. So he's like, oh, my home home is there. Down the street is the auction house. That's fair. Let me make my money real quick, because I almost died. Yeah. Um, I love these movies because usually in Jackie Chan movies, later on for sure, um, he's always like a person that's thrown into a situation. Like, they're capable, they can fight, but doesn't want to fight. Yeah, that's true. And he does that a lot in his movies, especially when he got big in America. Like, Roman the Bronx, he could fight. But he, he was good he at it, but he didn't want to fight. He wasn't fight. there to fight. Yeah, a lot of the time he's like, Bleh, and he's trying to run away, but then when he gets trapped into a corner, he's like, okay, I guess I gotta fight ten people. And he can, he just doesn't want to. Yeah. But in these movies, um, even though he's like a Tomb Raider and stuff, he, he he's down to fight. Like when the four women came out, he's like, okay, let's go. And, you know, the cult dudes are trying to fight him. He's like, well, time to kick some ass. Like it, he's he was a character that has had to fight his way out of places and is good at it. So I thought that was really cool attitude. But, you know, when he made it to America, because of the comedy that he's amazing at, uh, they went with the whole, like, you know, guy trapped in a corner. No more Mr. Nice Guy, which was actually one of his movies called Mr. Nice Guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got into situations where he's like, I don't want to fight. I don't want any trouble. And then punch and punch. I don't want any more trouble. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry I knocked those dudes out. Please don't fight me. But even in Rush Hour, well, Rush Hour was kind of different because he was like, he wanted to find that girl. And he was like ready to swing on everybody to find what's so young. Yeah. Yeah, he was ready to swing on everybody. But still, he didn't want to, like, beat up everybody, but if he had to. But um, I like these movies because it was it was a serious, uh, a, a for sure Jackie that we saw. Yeah. Which was really cool. And it probably comes with age, too, because he's, yeah. like, young, so he's like, I'm kicking everybody's ass. Yeah. What I really like about this movie, or these movies, in comparison to a lot of the other kung fu movies that we've watched, or martial arts movies that we've watched, is that they have... <laughs> This has a definite storyline, and it spans through multiple movies, which you don't usually get in other um, in other films. Like, yeah. the Ip Man series does that, um, where the storyline is just continued. It's one character, and you're going through several movies about his life. Um, and this movie is the same, or this series is the same. But a lot of other martial arts films are just, like, a one-off. Like, yeah. here's one story, and the... And the story is kind of weird. Like, there's a bad guy. Fight the bad guy. The end. Um, but this one had more, had a bunch of layers to it. There was, like, a reason why all of these bad guys were going after this one thing. Like, there's a whole bunch of different groups of people from all over the world looking for this Nazi gold or mm-hmm. the armor of God or whatever. And um, I really like that about this film, that they kind of changed it from how all the other typical martial arts films are. Yeah. Great series, like seriously, give give you a shot. I know we say this a lot. We're we very, say it to every film. We're very lucky, actually. No, we, like we watched we watched a movie that was like this ain't that good. I've watched some Christmas ones that weren't good. <laughs> so I've watched some poop ones. I'm like, this is poop. I like it. I, I, there's been movies like like Poultry Guys. I like oh, Poultry, Poultry Guys. Geist. There, you probably won't like it. I like this movie. This is a fucking mess. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks killing. I was like, I like this movie. <laughs> Y'all probably. I won't. think so far there's only been one movie through since we started this podcast that I've told people not to watch. So I think I'm. I think there's like two that I personally didn't really like, but I understood what they were going for. Yeah. Well, even if I don't like a movie, I'll still like recommend people watch it just because they sh- because you should you should f- yeah. figure out if you like it because your opinions might be different than mine. True. So, I kind of want to do. A category of just like movies poop, that I hate poop movies not movies I hate because I hate them for a reason <laughs> but just like movies that get these extra low ratings like why did it oh that's why <laughs> oh you want to do like Rotten Tomatoes 
score zero. As much as I hate them, like usually when they sometimes when they rate things, especially the low the low ones, they they rate the low ones real. But the ones it's like, no, oh, this is like fifty percent. We're gonna watch Geely. Oh man, fucking Giggly. Giggly or <laughs> what is it? Sparkle. What was that movie? Glitter. Glitter. Oh, glitter. <laughs> yeah, that <said> sparkle. <laughs> glitter, man. Everybody hated that fucking movie. I never saw it, so good for you. <laughs> I didn't watch it either, but everybody's like, I didn't like, watch Geely either. Everybody's like, this is poop, man. And yeah, I was like, that's... you're right. I don't want to watch it to begin with, but yeah, I'll avoid this. Battlefield Earth. Never saw it. Woo! But that's supposed to be um, Scientologist. Scientology. Like a cool take on Scientology. Yeah. Can there be a cool take? Well, Battlefield Earth was their shot at it. I guess. And John Travolta, they were like, this is the worst movie ever. <laughs> for for years, it was the worst movie ever. And, and then Geely came out. <laughs> they were like, well, let's, let's give me that trophy. <laughs> they take it from John Travolta. Give me that goddamn trophy. Yeah. We'll be back one day. There's Maybe. a bunch of zero-rated movies on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes now. We can do something like that. Okay, you got anything else for Operation Condor? No. Or Armor God series? Armor God sounds so stupid. Operation Condor is fucking legit. That's a sweet-ass name. That's an well, American name. Okay. Miracle. Well, yeah, because if you did Armor of God 1 and then Armor of God 2, it would make sense. Yeah. But it Operation Condor is better because... Well, no. It should have been like <laughs> Operation Hawk because his yeah. his code name was like Hawk. Either change his name in the movies to Condor, like his code name to Condor, and then call the movie Operation Condor. Mm. Or... Like the Hawk Chronicles. The Hawk Chronicles. <laughs> I just like Chronicles. Oh, I man. think it's a legit name. So, uh, I don't have anything else for Operation Condor movies. Uh, they're fucking great. Uh... Memories, uh, I'm trying to think if I had any memories. I watched them when they came out. They were way older than me. Uh, but I remember Miramax for sure watching the, uh, I remember the air, when they were in the air tube, him flying around yeah. doing the punches. I remember that 100% and them flying out with none of the gold. <laughs> they don't get yeah. anything. But I remember that movie and then High Upon High, the song. I remember I these two. I watched these and then I remember Roman the Bronx mm-hmm. came out. But I love, so if you watch or look at any of the covers of the Jackie Chan films around the 90s, they use, I don't know what movie these are all from, but they use a stock photo of Jackie with a black shirt and black pants, him doing like a move, but it's like a certain age of Jackie, because Operation Condor, he's younger, he's way younger than I want to say it's from Rumble in the Bronx. Probably. Like right around Rumble in the Bronx, because he did... Um, he was wearing a black shirt in yeah. Rumble in the Bronx like, That's in true. almost the whole film. So I'm guessing he did a bunch of promos during Rumble in the Bronx. That makes like sense. between between Rumble in the Bronx in ninety four and like um the first rush hour in like ninety seven, I think he his like go to was just like a plain black shirt because he could wear it in any scene true. and it would be fine. And I think he wore that in a handful of films and they just took all the promos from that film and just threw it on all his old films. They yeah. were like, fuck it. <laughs> this makes sense. Yeah, that uh, that got me because I was like watching it and I looked back at the covers and I was like, wait, why is it like 94 Jackie on this movie that was in the fucking 80s? And yeah. he's like younger, but they were like, no, no, no. We want people to find this movie and like blockbuster and be like, oh shit, it's another Jackie Chan film. I didn't know he made another one. And they pick it up and then at that point when they pay for it, it, it's whatever, you know, at that point. It don't matter. Bullshit, Mac and Me is 0%. Mac and Me is a shit. Fuck this. Katie just showed me a movie that's got 0%. Mac and Me is fucking great. If you don't like Mac and Me, I'll punch you in the mouth. That's a damn quote. Otis Allen quote, Mac and Me. But, um, yeah, it's that same picture <laughs> or different moves of Jackie, but it, it makes sense that they do that. Um, Tony Ja had one. Terrell and I found it. It had Tony Jaa's picture, so from The Protector and Ong Bak, and it was him, like, doing Muay Thai moves, and they were like, I can't remember the name of the movie to save my life, but I was like, fuck yeah, man, we're gonna see some Tony Jaa, he's gonna elbow a dude in the head. Katie, tell me why 10 minutes in, this motherfucker got stabbed in the throat and died, and I was like, and Troll's like, what the fuck, is he not the main character? I was like, I don't think he was. He's like, fuck this movie, and we turned it off. He could've came back via magic. Some old ass Tony Jaa movie, oh, okay. but they put the picture from like Ong Bak on it, him like yoked, elbowing people. I was like, God damn it! So that does happen with some kung fu movies. So 
If you want to tweet us anything about Jackie Chan that we missed, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. If you want to email us any comments or concerns or fun facts about these Operation Condor movies, uh, you can email us at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, uh, like always, guys, we're going to keep going. We have, what, tons more. We have another episode with the boys. We're going over Kickboxer and Bloodsport, so we're doing Hell a double yeah. feature. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, I think Jean-Claude's probably going to squeak out with the most movies in this month. No, he's only got three. Well, Jackie's got three. And we've got Supercop. Oh, shit, Jackie's going to win. Yay! Unless we work really hard this week and watch all the rest of the Ip Man movies. True. <laughs> I still want to watch Flashpoint. And Flashpoint, we could squeeze Donnie in. Yeah, he's su- pushed Donnie in. Man, in any movie front. where you suplex a dude, like, 30 seconds in, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> he suplexed the shit out of that guy. Yeah. I was like, yes, sir. Yes. Uh, I need more movies to start out with immediate fighting. Like... You want to rope me into this storyline? Show two do show like the main dude who's like the poster boy of the movie. Show him either whooping a dude's ass or getting his ass beat right at the start of the movie, mm-hmm. and I am hooked. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in. So it's funny we were on a band trip, and I put in Ong Bak because Tony Jaa. That was when he was starting to get big, and Muay Thai got big in the world. And people were like, "What the fuck is this movie?" Because it takes 30 minutes for that movie to pick up where he actually fights a man. And I was like, uh, okay, guys, I'm going to skip 30 minutes ahead. Um, Tony Jaa, uh, he's looking for a the head of a Buddha statue that's very important to his culture and his hometown. And so he's in town beating up people to find it. That's all you need to know about this movie. Now, have fun watching him murder dozens Everybody. of people. And then this guy's like, fuck, movie tie. And he kicks him. He's standing straight up. Puts his foot into this man's mouth and nudges him down to the ground. And I was like, and people were like, oh my God. And he starts elbowing people. And they're like, this is the best movie ever. I'm like, yes, thank you. That's what I fucking mean. But it took 30 minutes. And even in The Protector, when his baby elephant gets kidnapped and he goes on a tear in the city looking for his fucking elephant. I love me and Steve. And I won't say Terrell was there. We went to the theater to watch The Protector. And boy... You could tell all the girlfriends that came because their their boyfriends were like, nah, Tony Jaa is a shit. And they were like, I remember someone saying, is this about an elephant? <laughs> and then he elbows a man out of a window and they're like, this is about an elephant. <laughs> and he comes into a room with like 30 dudes. He's like, where's my elephant? It's they're John like, Wick. Yeah, but with an elephant. And he comes to a room and he yells, where's my elephant? They're like, who the fuck is this? And he's ah, He just runs at him and knees him. I love it. The Protect is fucking amazing. We need to watch The Protect. <laughs> But it, it's it's just cool. But that movie took like ten minutes to get going. I'm like, come on, man, hit somebody. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's a good way to sell me too. Because in Flashpoint, he comes in and just suplex straight out, and I was like, shit, take me on a ride down the end, take me on a fucking <laughs> ride, bro. And that movie's so goddamn good. Oh man, it ends with a choke out. You don't see that in karate movies. Usually, it's like, oh, you hit me with this special move, my heart exploded. He's he's out there just shut the fuck up. So, yes, Flashpoint will happen. Protector will probably happen. So, like always, guys, thank you so much. You can tell the passion in our hearts. Anime and, like, martial arts and comedy and romantic comedies. We like a lot of shit. We like a lot of shit, shit, but it's you can tell that we're centralized. Well, we haven't even, like, talked about superhero movies. (laughs) (laughs) We might need to divvy up what we pull from. Like, you have some superhero... I don't know. No, I was going to say, I, I can pick all the, no, I was going to say DC and then Marvel. No, no, we'll just pull. We have to split them. Yeah, and I'm well, fine. There's, well, the problem is, like, Marvel Marvel is, has way more. Well, well, yes, it does, but Marvel is a, like, continuing arc, so you have to, you can't just pick, like, a movie and be like, this is the one, or, like, a Batman movie from the Dark Knight trilogy and be like, this is the one. Like, you kind of have to, like... You talk to the series. right person, they'll be like, give me that one with the Joker. Oh, well, th- I mean, that's me. But yeah. <laughs> Some people will be like, nah, but, man, Heath Ledger. But specifically for the Avengers... Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Like, you can't just, like, oh, yeah, here it is. Here's the one of fucking 22 movies. I mean, I'd probably pick the first Avengers. I still think that's one of the best movies that they made. Yeah. That and Black Panther. But the first Avengers, I've never felt... I was a little child in that theater... Just giggling, uh, giggling to myself. Uh, me, I mean, yes, but me in Endgame, 
Woo. With... But no, that was a feel good for the world, man. <laughs> Boy, when that hammer flew past Thor and it's like clink and everyone was like, oh, son of a bitch. He, he, he is worthy. And he's he's standing. He's like, yes. Yeah. And then Thor's, Thor's like, like, I knew. I knew. <laughs> Boy. And then. You see, we're getting too hyped. We're, we just, I just like. I know. And I just like mentioned the portals open. We got too much. And on, f- on your left. Oh. Falcon on your left. And then oh he God. finally says it. He says it. Because in uh, one of the other movies. He a says symbol. Avengers, and he's like about to say a symbol, and then they cut then, it. Yeah. But when he says a symbol, that whole theater was so quiet. He's like Avengers. It was dead quiet. You could hear someone fart, and it's like a symbol, and everyone's like yes. And then they just like ah, like you know, two sides just mushing together. And yeah. Ant Man so is Ant Man's giving a left hook to a fucking ship, and oh man, <laughs> oh it was so good. Fuck. <laughs> See what God I mean? Damn, that was a good movie. <laughs> But um see what I mean? I'm superhero movies. <laughs> superhero movies. Yeah. That, I mean, you think we're hype about like anime and martial arts like superheroes. Woo. It's like old. We had a superhero themed wedding. Yes. So we like bring a comic up. book themed we wedding. This is a lot. Yeah, we'll bring that up. Yeah. But okay, real quick. The Avengers one. When he's Ooh. telling everybody, he's like, Okay, I want you to Thor. Take care of that portal. Shoot lightning up there to yeah, slow him do down. Yeah, do this, do that, do that. Like, Tony, lead him this way. And he's like, and Hulk? And Hulk's like, what? He's like, smash. smash. Oh, Boy, God. when he said Hulk, he said smash. And Hulk did that side, like, and just flies <laughs> off. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, he understood him. <laughs> Boy, you couldn't tell me shit in that theater. I was flopping when he said that. Flopping. Oh my god, it's so good. Shit. My only gripe with Endgame, well, the whole time travel, they skull fucked the timeline real good. But my other gripe was that we didn't get Groot and Hulk come together because I wanted Groot to say Groot smash. I wanted him to be like armor, or maybe the Hulk gets his arm broken by Thanos, whatever, and Groot's like, oh shit. And so he like forms onto Hulk to give him like more armor, which like like he needs it. Yeah. And does something like that, and then like he's like Groot, he's like smash, and they team up and do something. I that would have been great. So bad, so fucking bad, but we didn't get it, so it's it's all right, it's all right. <laughs> and I wanted Groot to get the gauntlet on his hand for half a second, and Groot sees like the X Men, he sees other universes, and he's like, what the fuck? And then Rocket's the only one that hears him. He's like, what are you talking about? Who are the X Men? And he's like, he's like. I am Groot. And he's like, who's the X-Men? And that's it. <laughs> and it's like, can we, Groot saw some weird stuff when he had the glove on earlier, but I wanted that so bad. But that's me. I want to make a comic movie so fucking bad. But oh. I'm, this has been like 10 minutes of us yelling. So thank you so much for listening. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> you got too hyped. I'm telling you, I shouldn't even brought it up. I know. My heart. Oh, <laughs> ooh. fuck, man. Hulk smash. That's like the best line in the movie. Joss Whedon, bro. Um, yeah, amazing. So, thank you for listening, guys. We'll be back. I can't wait till Kong looks. Woo, that's going to be some shit right there. We're yep. going to be hyped. Yep. Just like us talking about All Might, us losing our shit. Yep. It's going to be like that every episode. Yep. But, like always, guys, thank you so much. We'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys.